Welcome to the Natural Health Podcast, where we bring awareness of sustainable health in the business hustle space. Natural Health Podcast is perfect for the high-performing, business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve optimal health. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for What Would I Do? In today's episode of Natural Health Podcast, we discuss this week's question. All questions are kept confidential. I read them and answer them as if it was me, hence why it's called What Would I Do? The information provided is not to be taken as advice and is solely for information purposes only. I'm not here to cure, treat, or provide medical advice. I'm here to educate and inform you so you're able to take steps towards optimal health. Please discuss any medical health issues with your healthcare professional. Let's get into today's question. It's an interesting one because I've actually had a lot of individuals ask me these questions before, so I'm actually glad someone sent it in. Says here, I'm a 28-year-old female and have been experiencing restless legs most nights for the past year. It gets really frustrating, and I don't know what to do. Do you have any natural health hacks for restless legs? Thank you so much for writing in, and let's get talking about what are restless legs, right? So it's actually called restless leg syndrome. It's a common neurological disorder, and it's actually categorized by sensations in the leg and an uncontrollable urge to move when at rest in an effort to relieve these feelings. It's kind of described as a burning, creeping, tugging, or like insane crawling inside the legs. It's kind of like that. I mean, if you ever had restless legs, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So the most uh, distinctive aspect of the condition is if you're actually lying down and you're trying to relax, uh, it actually leads to difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep. And that's why it actually is classified as a sleeping disorder, which is really, really interesting because it affects individual sleep at a high, high level. It affects about uh, 7 to 15% of the population and it can begin at absolutely any age, even in infants and young children. I actually know a young child that has it. Uh, most people get affected severely in middle age or when they're older, but anyone can actually have it, male, female, any age, you can have restless legs, right? So it's kind of like a strong urge or feeling that you need to immediately move, stretch in order to make it stop. Uh, if you've ever been around someone who's had it or if you have it yourself, you'll just see them like walking around, running around, trying to stretch their legs and so forth. It actually sometimes wakes people up during the night, right? So um, it can actually be involuntary leg twitches or jerks also, similar to having a cramp. Leg twitches caused by night cramps among the most common reported. Um, so temporary relief comes when you move the leg and so forth, right? So individuals who have it, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? What are the risk factors? So the risk factors of you may be able to get it is if your family members have it, right? If you have dysbiosis, SIBO, IBS, high caffeine intake, high smoking intake, and high um, alcohol intake. You actually may have nutritional deficiencies, which I'll go into a bit more detail later. You might have fibromyalgia, back injury, people who are pregnant. You may be on medications. I know medications may be causing these antidepressants, antipsychotic drugs, antihistamines, anti-nausea, and so forth. But the interesting connection that I want to share with you today is, is that it's been shown that antibiotic therapy to address SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, has also had a significant impact on resolving restless leg syndrome. So individuals who have SIBO and who take these antibiotics, their restless legs somehow gets resolved, right? So there's a hypothesis has emerged that SIBO contributing to gut-derived inflammation upregulates the expression of hepacidin, which is a molecular which regulates an iron uptake from the gut um, via hepcidin dietary iron uptake is reduced and iron is found to be deficient in the CNS central nervous system 
of restless leg syndrome sufferers. Iron is a cofactor in dopamine signaling and deficiency is implicit in the motor deficits of restless leg syndrome. SIBO is also strongly associated with IBS and fibromyalgia. Both conditions also have high incidence of restless leg syndrome. I want to put in that in there because that's so interesting. So this is talking about so many things in regards to restless leg syndrome. I'm actually going to do a longer podcast on restless leg syndrome that explains that in more detail. But your question is, is what would I do, right? So the first question thing is I have questions for you to ask yourself in regards to the restless leg syndrome. The number one thing is, is when did it start? You said about a year ago. What occurred about a year ago? Did you move houses? Did you move jobs? Did you get a new partner? Did you change your mattress? Did you change your your eating habits? You eating less? You eating more? You eating out more? You're cooking more? What changed about a year ago, right? And then the other question is, is make a list, make a little timeline. I absolutely love doing this, right? I love doing this. Make a little timeline of what has changed. I know you're probably sitting there going, oh, nothing has changed. But when you actually sit down and make a timeline, you'll be able to connect things because you might actually go and go, oh, I actually became a vegetarian a year ago. Or, oh, I actually moved houses. Or I changed jobs. Or I started eating out more. Or, you know, what is it, right, that occurred when that started? The other question is, what makes it worse and what makes it better? Does it get better in summer? Worse in summer? Better in winter? Worse in winter? Does it get better when you're at work? Does it get better when you sleep at someone else's house, when you eat something? Make a note, if you don't already, have a diary of when it gets worse and better. Are you pregnant? Because pregnancy, restless leg syndrome occurs a lot during pregnancy. So are you pregnant? Do you have nutrient deficiencies, right? Are there any deficiencies that you have? And how to know this is talk to a healthcare professional that were able to address this with you and identify this with you. Do you have kidney failure, diabetes, Parkinson's disease, thyroid disease, or peripheral neuropathy? Any of those are making you straight away more likely to get restless leg syndromes, right? So interesting. The other one is what I spoke about earlier is do you actually have low iron due to the issue that I spoke about earlier about SIBO? What is your iron level like? Have you got it tested recently? What was it when you got tested? I know it may be optimal doctors wise, but it may not be optimal for your body. So it may be in a range for the doctor, but it may not be optimal for you to not get restless legs, right? Do you have SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or fungal overgrowth? What's your gut health like, right? Are the bugs in your gut eating all your iron so your iron deficiency get restless legs, right? So the issue may not be the restless legs. The issue may actually be your gut health. What is your caffeine, alcohol, and tobacco intake, right? Are you, have you, last, we started, said it started a year ago. Did you increase your tobacco intake? Did you increase your food, um, alcohol or caffeine intake? Did something change there, right? Are you on any medication that I spoke about earlier that may be affecting your restless legs, right? So these are some of the questions. There's so many more, but these are some of the ones that I came up with. 10 questions right there to ask yourself. And then what would I do? If I had restless legs, mind you, I have, yeah, I have had restless legs here and there once in a blue moon, right? I get them. And I know why I get them, right? It's interesting. I know exactly why I get them. And what would I do? What would I do? The number one thing that I would do is eliminate or reduce my caffeine, smoking and alcohol intake because this dramatically impacts your restless legs, right? 
I would remove any foods that may be triggering it. What I mean by that? Well, I mean foods that are actually making me deficient in minerals and vitamins and nutrients like fast foods and so forth because they are making me deficient in nutrients like magnesium, iron, calcium, and so forth that may be making this worse, right? I would ensure my sleep schedule is on point, keep a diary on my sleep, how that is going. I would see if, if I'm taking any medication like antihistamines, antidepressants, psychiatric medication. To, I'll talk to my doctor to see if this may be triggering my restless leg syndromes. If I'm able to, you know, in, in conjunction with my doctor, if I'm able to change medication, reduce the medication or anything like that. Of course, talk to your doctor if, if you're on any medication, right? I would increase my diet to be higher in iron than it already may be. But first of all, I would get a blood test to make sure I know what my iron levels are like. Increase if they're low or if they're you know not sufficient in life. Increase my iron intake even by supplementation and get it tested again. If my restless leg syndrome got resolved and my iron's higher, that may have caused it, right? I would also get my B12 tested, my iron, my whole iron panel tested. So not just iron. You need iron, ferritin, transferritin, saturation rate, um, B12, red blood cells, and so forth, right? I would make sure I would um, if I had issues with my stomach, I'll get it tested and treated for SIBO. I would have some cold or hot baths with Epsom salt to see if that relieves it. See if magnesium may be the culprit of it. Um, I, w I have a massage gun, so I probably would use the massage gun on it to get things moving. I would ensure that my blood sugar level is balanced through the day and night because a throw off of the blood sugar may make me restless. I would avoid a electrolyte imbalance. I would make sure my electrolytes are balanced in the morning, have a lemon salt water, right? And if you want a little bit of honey in it, absolutely amazing to balance your electrolytes in the morning. I would exercise and stretch. So these are some of the things that I would do if I had restless leg syndrome. I hope that this sheds some light to your question or anyone who's listening who may have restless legs. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at mahela.raguz on Instagram and I'll be in touch with you and hopefully be able to answer your question via the Natural Health Podcast. Remember, you are not alone in this journey to optimal health. I'm here to assist you and make your journey a pleasant one. Until next Wednesday, love you. 